Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Tuesday, February 1st. I'm Steve Baker. Nevada County Supervisor recall petitions are now open for signatures, if you wish. More on that in a moment, but first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny and a high near 54. Tonight, low 30. Tomorrow, 53 and sunny. Sacramento, today, sunny and 58. Breezy with gusts as high as 29 miles an hour. Tonight, a low of 40. Tomorrow, sunny and 57. Breezy again. Gusts could reach 30 miles an hour. Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny and a high of 31. Tonight, low 7. Wednesday, 29 and sunny. Placerville, sunny and a high of 56. Angels Camp, 57 and mainly sunny. Nevada County Public Health reports 343 new confirmed COVID-19 cases over the weekend out of 14,682 cases since the start of the pandemic. Active cases now top 4,000. 33 people are hospitalized, six in intensive care, according to UBINET. While it's on, at least for gathering signatures, Nevada County recall proponents' petitions were approved and effective as of yesterday. That according to Natalie Adona, the assistant clerk recorder registrar of voters. So now petitions can be circulated for 120 days starting yesterday, making the due date for final signatures to be turned in Tuesday, May 31st this year by close of business. 20% of all registered voters in each county supervisor's home district must sign the petition for a recall election of that supervisor to actually result in an election and vote. A separate recall election would cost the county around $260,000 for a standalone election. That's what county elections officials are estimating. It would be less in cost if held at the same time as another election. Meanwhile, as expected, the Nevada City Council has unanimously picked Sean Grayson as its new city manager. Grayson and his wife grew up in Nevada City, and they return here from the city of Rialto, California, where he served as fire chief and interim city administrator and interim city manager. Selected at last week's council meeting, Grayson's first day on the job is February 28th, says the union newspaper of Grass Valley. His three-year contract calls for a salary of $155,000 a year, plus benefits. Vice Mayor Jan Arbuckle of Grass Valley has been appointed to the National League of Cities 2022 Public Safety and Crime Prevention Federal Advocacy Committee. As a member of the NLC committee, Arbuckle will play a key role among a diverse group of local leaders in shaping NLC's policy positions and advocating on behalf of America's municipalities before Congress with the administration and at home. Callers representing themselves as Nevada County Public Health Department employees are offering to schedule residents for an emergency vaccination clinic. The caller then asks for personal information such as name, address, phone number, date of birth, and health insurance information. These calls are not coming from the Nevada County Public Health Department, according to the Public Health Department. For up-to-date information on legitimate local testing and vaccination sites, residents can call 211 Connecting Point at 1-833-DIAL-211 or check the county's website at mynevadacounty.com slash coronavirus. Is it a fairy tale that everyone can dress well for a Nevada County school prom? It isn't. KVMR's Joyce Miller has the Cinderella story. Ubinet.com reports that the Cinderella Project, a nonprofit that provides free dresses and other attire to high school students for proms and other special events, has become part of Bright Futures for Youth. 
The Cinderella Project ensures that cost is not an issue for students to attend their high school proms. About 100 students benefit from the Cinderella Project every year. Individuals and small business owners have donated hundreds of dresses since the Cinderella Project started in 2010. The Cinderella Project will remain at 650 Gold Flat Road in Nevada City. Bright Futures for Youth will eventually move the boutique shop to the soon-to-open Neo Youth Center on McCourtney Road in Grass Valley near the Nevada County Fairgrounds. Thanks, Joyce. This from the Sacramento Bee's The Outlook. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, and Well-Being. Black History Month kicks off the first week with tributes to heroes and health. The theme for February is Black Health and Wellness, focusing not only on leaders in the medical field, but on ways black communities have fostered wellness. That's the theme. Black History Month, of course, pays tribute to and celebrates champions of civil rights. Rosa Parks, recognized as the first lady of civil rights and noble in her iconic resistance to segregated bus seating in Montgomery, Alabama, is honored this week with a day, Friday, dedicated to her. The California State Legislature in 2000 established Rosa Parks Day on February 4th, her birthday. The Sacramento City Council will recognize it as part of its meeting Tuesday. And the California Rosa Parks Day Planning Committee has a kickoff at 11.30 a.m. Thursday at the Capitol. The intersection of Health and Black History Month sadly has forced the postponement of the 23rd annual Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Sacramento Region's Community Celebration event originally scheduled for Saturday. Organizers are working to find a new date to honor Community Service Award recipients and the legacy of Dr. King. And California Rockabilly fans, sorry. The Blasters were scheduled to perform in Sacramento this week, but postponed until June 19th. According to the band's site, the dates this year are certainly problematic due to the ongoing COVID-19 concerns. Just when you think it's okay to play, another breakout occurs and we have to postpone. It's like a bad movie with constant changes and adjustments. Birthdays today include actor, comedian, and original Saturday Night Live cast member for the show's first five years, Garrett Morris, is 85. Bluegrass artist Del McCory turns 83. Guitarist Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is now 72. And Elvis's daughter, singer Lisa Marie Presley and comedian Pauly Shore, both turn 54 today. And now stay tuned for more great music on the Tuesday Morning Show with guest host Felton Pruitt.